just make this quick declaration before we get into the word. Are we live? Are we live yet, sir? Okay, just give me a thumbs up. Amen. Listen, we're going to go live, and, and I know that some people, by the way, thank you so much for tuning in on, on the, on the, what day, 5th? On Tuesday. So far on Facebook, so far, we have about almost 700 views. So in other words, 700 people have watched that broadcast. Look at what God is doing. Amen. Come on, I thought we could celebrate more than that. And YouTube is climbing up to just about 100. We're giving God praise for that. And, um, and we want to keep pushing that. We want to keep doing that because we believe we can reach farther. We can reach more people. Amen. Uh, and so join us. So we're going to go live and we want to make the experience alone. Whenever you are not able to be here, um, you can always tune in. Well, we, we prefer that you are here because there's nothing like seeing you in person. Um, but whenever you're not able to, you can still tune in. If you're on holiday, um, just let us know. Are we live? Welcome. Amen. Would you help me celebrate our, our, our Facebook audience? Who are, come on, you can do better than that. Amen. Welcome. We hope that you are blessed. We hope that you are encouraged by what you hear today as we get into the word. Amen. Please do feel free to share, invite, ask somebody to join us as we are spreading the word. You want to hear what God is saying today. Amen. One more time, celebrate these guys who are joining us online. That will be wonderful. If you have your Bibles, lift your Bibles up. Say, this is my Bible. Come on, say it confidently. This is my Bible. I am what it says that I am. I have what he says I have. I can do what he says I can do. This morning, I will be taught the word of God. I boldly confess. My mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same again because of the incorruptible, the indestructible, the ever-living word of God. Word of God, prosper in my heart today. I believe this is my receiving day and I expect and will get my miracle this morning in Jesus name amen you are welcome Holy Spirit have your way completely do that which only you can do I rely on you for the wisdom for the ability to articulate what's on the heart of God today and I thank you for the transformation that will occur in the lives of the hearers. In Jesus' name we pray. And those who believe said? Amen. Amen. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 11. Today, I will be speaking about what I am calling stupendously blessed. Amen. Amen. That word, stupendous, means uh, amazingly, impressively. It means massively. It means wondrously. It means astonishingly. Um, it means, you know, uh, causing wonder. And it is my assignment today to bring you to this place of conscious awareness that you are truly blessed. To bring you to this place of conscious awareness that you are stupendously blessed. Anybody brave enough to say that with me? Say, I am stupendously blessed. Come on, say it again. I am stupendously blessed. Please know, I am not exaggerating. When I say that you are that blessed, I am not exaggerating. Uh, and I will show you from scripture that this, you know, I'm not overstating your blessed state. I think it is, in fact, the good news of Jesus Christ is, is, is how profoundly blessed 
we have now become. And I know that the word blessed has now become one of those words that just seem, you know, religious and there is so much wrong connotations attached to it. But let's just stay with the scripture, okay? I don't want you to lose something because some other person devalued the word. We're going to go back in the word and look at that word because we want to really experience what God has. You truly are stupendously blessed. You know, on the second... I think it's on the 2nd of January. On the 2nd of January, somebody got a call. I don't know what their names are. I think they remain anonymous. Um, someone got a call from Camelot. Do you know Camelot? The guys who run the National Lottery. Somebody got a call. This is 2nd of January. This is a true story. Somebody got a call from Camelot on the 2nd of January this year, and they called to inform them that they had, they had won, check this out, 115 million pounds. Jesus Christ, what a way to start your year. Can we just give God praise for blessing those people? Let's, come on. Oh, you are jealous. The spirit of jealousy is creeping through. <laughs> but look at this. I, I, the point I'm making is, I don't know how that phone call went. I don't know how it went. But if, if, um, if I was making the phone call, and I called them to tell them, I would prefer to be receiving the phone call. But anyway, for the purposes of what we're talking about, if I was making the phone call and I called to say, hello, Mr. and, Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I just called to let you know that you were stupendously blessed. How I many people know if I said that, I wouldn't be saying something ridiculous. I wouldn't be overstating their current state. Are you with me so far? I, I would not be lying. Mr. and Mrs. X, whatever the name was, they might still be in their bedsit apartment. They might still be flipping burgers, maybe smelling like sandwiches, like my first job that I had. I used to work in a sandwich factory, and, and it was colder in the factory than it was outside. I would go in smelling good and come out smelling of onions. Okay, so, so maybe they were, they were in a place where they are still not experiencing what 115 million pounds can do in their lives, but the reality is that something has happened in the passage of time that has changed everything for them. Amen. Amen? Something has happened in history that now means that this morning... I have, as a matter of necessity, just like it is important that the person who was responsible for making that phone call, it is important that when they called, they did not hold back on them. They did not kind of tell them, you, you know, you're okay. No, it, it was important that when, it, as a matter of necessity, that they informed them that something has transpired that means that there is now an empowerment that is due them. Amen? That's how I feel today. I feel like I have to tell you that you are truly, truly blessed. So much of what you will experience from now going forward, so much of what you are believing God for in the next season of your life, so much of what we believe God will do with us as Radiant City Church lies and relies on us Com being confident in what I am talking about today, understanding and being confident in the blessing, because so much of the change, so much of everything, so much of the debt cancellation you are believing God for, so much of the healing you are believing God for, if you are believing God to restore your marriage, so much all of that, everything you are believing God for rests on you believing the news, just like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, who have 
just won, won 115 million pounds, so much of the difference that they can make, if they were Christians, if they were, you know, so much of the difference they can make in the kingdom depends on them believing the good news that is coming on that phone call. Someone say, I am a believer. I am not a doubter. Come on, you're, you're sounding like a doubter trying to become a believer. No, say, I am a believer. I am not a doubter. Let's begin in Deuteronomy chapter 11. I'm just going to teach and lay some foundation. God will help me with, you know, there's just so many ways we can go with looking at this. But, but, but pray for me. If you can pray under your breath while you're listening, you can do two things at the same time. Please help me pray whilst you're listening. Um, because we're just going to continue to unpack the word of the Lord to us this year, which is that we are expecting showers of rain. Someone say, this is my year for showers of rain. Now, listen carefully. Understanding is always a catalyst for manifestation. Understanding is always a catalyst for manifestation. When something is released to you, if you don't understand, the enemy can always steal that which you don't understand. If you don't understand, you will stay in a religious place about what we're talking about. And so we want to get understanding so that we know how to build or how to frame our world with the word. But in Deuteronomy chapter 11, if you're there in verse 10, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Just two people are saying amen. I'm going to find the people who are saying amen and preach to those people. No, no, I'll preach to every one of you. Look at verse 10 says, for the land which you go to possess. Someone say, this is that land. <laughs> for the land which you go to possess is not like the land of Egypt where you have come from. Where you sowed and your seed, uh, where you sowed your seed and you watered it by foot as a vegetable garden. But the land which you cross over to possess is a land of hills and valleys, which drinks water from the rain of heaven. Verse 12 says, a land for which the Lord your God cares, and the eyes of the Lord, are, uh, the eyes of the Lord your God are always on it, from the beginning of the year to the very end of the year. We saw last time, that uh, as we are talking about our year of showers of rain, we saw last time, uh, not last week, the week before, that, that the rain brings water. And the water, we saw, is a type of the word of God. So when God is saying, I'm sending you showers of rain, please know that the rain is bringing water and the water is the word of God. This is a year like never before to immerse yourself in the word of God. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 10 says, As the rain and the snow comes down from heaven and does not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. What does the next verse say? So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accompany what I please, um, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I send it. So notice that the rain or the snow brings water. And we said it is important that we don't settle for enjoying the sound of rain. Anybody remember that? Come on, talk to me. Amen. <clears throat> That we don't settle for enjoying the sound of rain, the sound of good preaching, that we, that, uh, but that we open our hearts to receive and drink in the water from the rain. And, and on Tuesday, last, the last Bible study we had 
online, we began to look at some of the things. I mean, we're breaking down some of the things that make it a hindrance for us to drink in the water of the rain. We're going to pick that up and finish that up hopefully on the 19th. So you want to join in. And by the way, those Bible study notes are available. I hope you've been downloading. Thank you for those who have downloaded those notes. The whole point is that you will go and, and make time to study that word and look into it and see if the things that we are sharing, if they are true, because that's where the power of God is. Because you could be enjoying the sound of the rain, the sound of good preaching, but resisting the word. That is why it is possible to sit in good preaching, to listen to the word of God year upon year, decade upon decade, and no change or little change actually happens to in your life or is evident in your life because more a lot of the times even particularly for us as believers there are several reasons why we we might not be drinking in as much water as we ought to do if you're with me so far say amen now it is important that we accept the word of god that we hear or we read because the soil is empowered to be fruitful through the water. Please repeat this after me. The soil, the soil is empowered for fruitfulness through the water from the rain. Okay, let's say it again more confidently. The soil is empowered to be fruitful by the water from the rain. Okay, it is the, so the water that empowers the soil. The water empowers you. The word of God empowers you for fruitfulness. God sends his word to you so that he can make it bud. That's what, that's what Isaiah said. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And uh, what does verse, uh, for the thing which I sent it. It, it, it goes, verse 10 talks about, give me verse 10. Verse 10 talks about how the water goes into and it waters the earth. And then he says something, it makes it. Okay? The, for the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and it does not return, but water the earth, water the earth, water the earth. What, think about that. The water has to go into the soil. And then when it goes into the soil... It makes the soil. <laughs> when the water goes into the soil, the soil has no choice but to be fruitful. Because there is something in the water that makes the soil become fruitful. Amen? There is something in the water that makes the soil become fruitful. When God is sending you the rain, he is sending you an empowerment to be fruitful. Another type and shadow of the rain, the rain in the Bible is also a type and shadow of the blessing. Everyone say the blessing. Come on, talk to me. Say the blessing. So when God is delivering you the water that empowers, he's sending you the blessing. Everyone, one more time, say the blessing. One of the, one of the well-known definitions of the blessing is that the blessing is an empowerment to prosper. The, the rain is a type of the blessing. When God sends you the rain, he is sending you the blessing. When we talk about let it rain, we are, we are like Jabez unashamedly saying, Lord, bless me. Okay? We are, re we are expecting the blessing of the Lord. The water of the word, the word of God contains the blessing. Okay? The water of the word contains the blessing. Say it again. 
if you are looking for the blessing, you need to find the word. Because in the word, remember from Isaiah, it says the water or the word goes into the soil or the heart and it makes it prosper. The blessing is the power to prosper. Okay? So there is something in the word that means that when it gets into your heart, it will make you prosper. Because the blessing is in the word. Say with me, the blessing is in the word. The blessing is in the word. This is why you can't be casual about the word. Amen? This is why, you know, this is, and, and I don't know if I'll get the chance to talk about it. Blessing, one of the, one of the uh, I want to look at, the, there are two primary definitions of the word blessing. Um, the, 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 the less, um, or, or the second definition is the pronouncement of the word. Okay, the, the pronouncement, of, there is a reason why when Esau came home and the blessing had been released to Jacob, he started to weep because the blessing is contained in words. Amen. He realized that if I'm going to be blessed, my father has got to speak certain things over me. Listen carefully. The, 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 the empowerment that you need, let, let, let me just go directly to what I'm trying to say. You will experience the blessing to the degree which you are exposed to the word. Say it again. You will experience the blessing, and you will see from where I'm going. I'm just putting, because this is not the subject of my discussion today. You are blessed. Someone say, I am blessed. I am blessed. Come on, say it again confidently. I, will, I am blessed. By the time I'm done today, you will say that confidently, okay? You are already blessed. It, it is not the word that blesses you. God has blessed you. Does that make sense? But, but, but even ble blessed people need to be under the reign. The children of Israel were already blessed. However, they needed the reign, the word of God, when the word of God is received, Blessing is activated through the word. You can't ever be in a place where you say, I'm so blessed that I don't need to hear the word. I'm so blessed that I don't need to read the word. You will be blessed, but you will be absent from the blessings in the word. Does everyone understand what I mean so far? If you understand, say amen. 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 So look at this. Proverbs 10, verse 22, Proverbs 10, 22. I, I'm building up to something. Tell your neighbor, it's going to get better. Proverbs 10, 22. When, when the word of God comes to us, that this is our year for showers of rain, please know that he's talking about the blessing. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22 says that the blessing of the Lord does what? Come on. The blessing of the Lord makes, everyone say makes. makes. It takes power to make something happen. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow with it. It is a blessing that is contained in the word of God, amen, that brings fruitfulness. It is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich. The blessing of the Lord is the power to make rich in such a way that there is no sorrow added to it. 
I'm saying the same thing in so many different ways because we all hear in so many different ways. So, so just bear with me it, because you can be poor without money or poor in whatever sense you are talking about, but when the blessing hits your life, it makes you rich. Amen? When the blessing hits your life, you could be sick, but when the blessing hits your life, it makes you heal. When the blessing hits your life, it can change negative to positive. The blessing is that power that God releases into your life to make his will manifest in you. Because the blessing makes you rich. And so a person who rejects the word of God is really rejecting the blessing and cannot prosper as God has planned for them to prosper. Because it is, the, it is in the blessing, it is as we accept the blessing that we are made rich. A person who is de depressed but chooses to accept the word of God, it's only a matter of time before you will break out of that depression. Because there is power in the word of God to set you free. A person who has cancer but stays on the word of God, it is only a matter of time before you are made whole because there is power in the word of God, the blessing contained in the word of God to set you free. What are you believing God for this year? What are you expecting to shift in your life? What are you expecting to experience in your life? I am putting it to you that God has hidden his power in his word. And that blessing will make you rich. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I'm receiving the word of God. Let it rain in my life. I don't even need an umbrella. And so if a person in the days of small beginnings, the day when nobody knows your name, you're making more losses than you are making profits, all you need is the rain. Because all you need is the word of God. Because in the word of God, what will happen is that you will encounter the power of God in the word of God that maketh rich. There is power in the rain. Please know that this rain we're talking about is no ordinary rain. It is, a, it is God sending down empowerment to change your status. If I were you this year, I'll expect a change of status. If I were you this year, I'll expect promotion at work. If I were you this year, I'll expect your body to work right. If I were you this year, I'll expect God to move on my behalf. If I were you this year, I'll expect your business to start to make a profit. If I were you this year, I'll expect your marriage to turn a corner. If I were you this year, I'll expect your children to come home. I'll expect increase when you go out, increase when you come in. Why? Because you are blessed. Amen. You don't get it yet. You don't get it yet. See, you know, you got to teach a little bit more. So look at this. Look at Ezekiel, Ezekiel 34, verse 26 says, this thing got on me this week. I got angry because I found out that I was sitting in a small chair. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to annoy you. Something in your spirit today is going to be stirred up. When you see what we're talking about today, you will see where my confidence from, comes from this morning. Amen. I'm not just preaching. I've been in the presence of God. Look at, look at Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 26. He says, I will make them, that's me, and the places all around my hill. Someone say, that's me. A blessing. 
and I will cause showers to come down in their season. There shall be showers. Can we read that together? Amen. Listen, you are kings. You can declare a thing. Say out to me. There shall. Oh, man, you don't even believe it. Come on, say. There shall be showers of blessings. Look at this. He says, there shall. I don't know whether you believe God or not. I'm talking to people who, I'm, I'm, I'm on the premise that God speaks and I believe. He says, there shall be showers of blessing. And then he says, because of that, verse 27, then gives us the, what happens after the showers of blessing show up. He says in verse 27, then the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. So if you're looking for fruitfulness, you need to identify the blessing because when you tap into the blessing, fruitfulness will show up. You can't turn your nose up at the word. This is why last time we talked about the importance of or the things that hinder us from receiving the word. Because if we are not open to the word of God, when we come to talking about what we're talking about today, you will think it's all hype. But the good news of Jesus Christ is like news that is too good to be true. Amen. So it's not hype. It's in the word of God. So we open our hearts to the word of God because the word of God contains the blessing and God wants to shower down the blessing so that in verse 27, we will yield fruit and the earth shall yield her increase. This year, I see the trees in your field yielding their fruit. I see your work succeeding and bearing fruit. I see your prayers being answered. I see you increasing, you and your children. Come on, somebody say amen. I announce to you that the blessing is working for you. Because you have the audacity to believe the word of God. Because regardless of what you have been through, regardless of what you see around your circumstances, you had the audacity to believe the word of God. It's about to be a fruitful season in your life. This will not be a year where you're going to hear sweet words from the pulpit and never experience things in your life. This will be that year where there will be showers of blessing. This year, the tree will bear fruit. The earth will yield its increase because the blessing is working for you. I said the blessing is working for you. Hallelujah. This thing, this week, he slapped the victim mentality out of me this week because I was feeling sorry for myself. And then I realized I am blessed. And because I am blessed, I am not a victim of any circumstance. I am blessed. I can show up anywhere, anytime, and expect fruitfulness. Why? Because I am blessed. Hallelujah. <laughs> I need to teach you a little bit more because you're, you're still giving me the Women's um, Institute clap. The word is getting in. But let's teach a little bit more because when you understand what I'm talking about, even in a little, you're still hearing me with religious ears. Now, the work I want to do is to bring you understanding on what that word bless means. Okay? The word bless, the word bless in the Hebrew is the word barak. Everyone say barak. Come on, give it up for our Barak. We have a Barak in the house. Give it up for Barak. Amen. And you are, come on, Barak, they don't love you. I'm sorry. I'm joking. I'm joking. So, so it, the word bless is the Hebrew word Barak. The primary meaning of this word, 
The primary meaning of this word is to kneel. Everyone say to kneel. Shababa. Look at this. It is used more um, uh, with the deity as the subject. In other words, it is a word that is used to describe a situation where someone is kneeling before a god, little g, okay? Um, or, or, or a person of authority. Now, this is the picture that the Holy Ghost gave me. I don't know if you can, if you can, if you can take off the scripture. I don't know if you can see. Um, I, I should have made it lighter. Okay, so there is a, a, an image that I got from Uncle Gugu on... It, can, you, can you see the image? There is a king standing on this side, and over here there is somebody kneeling. Okay? Now, what's going on here is that the one who is kneeling is blessing the one who is standing. That's what that word means. It means to kneel. That's brilliant. Okay? That, that is wonderful. So we can see that. So, so we have somebody kneeling. We have a king of, in authority standing. The, the word blessing is the word to kneel. And this is the picture of what it looks like. Are you with me so far? We can bring the light up. So the guy kneeling is blessing the guy standing up. When one king bends the knee to another king, what they are doing is they are empowering. The one who is kneeling down is empowering the one who is standing up to prosper. Glory be to God. Let me talk about that. So what happens is part of a covenant ritual. They are speaking words. They will speak words to one another. They will say some things. Then they will kneel. Now, it might not seem much, but the words and the actions of kneeling, they are part of a covenant ritual that commits the one, the one who is kneeling or the one who is doing the blessing to make available their resources. So what's going on there is this is probably a conquering king, and this is another king who is saying, this guy is so powerful that what I'm going to do is I'm going to bend my knees to him. And when he bends his knees, he is saying, what I'm going to do for you, great king, is I'm going to bring my archers. I'm going to bring my blacksmiths. I'm going to bring my chariots. I'm going to bring my armory. I'm going to bring all of my resources. If I have anything in my land, I am bringing them. And here is what I'm going to do to you. As I kneel, I commend them to you. So now, the one who is standing is empowered. Glory be to God. So, so look what happens. If he was going to battle and he did not have great archers, he can still make plans like somebody who has great archers. Not because he has great archers within his immediate territory, but because he is blessed. He is empowered by somebody who has what he doesn't have. He is blessed. So look what God did. God created man in Genesis chapter 1. He created man out of the dust of the earth. This is unusual. Forgive me, man. Forgive me. We are blessed. This is unusual because what would normally happen in a human kind of circumstance is that the one who is kneeling is, is subservient to the one who is standing. It is usual for a smaller king, in order not to be run over by a bigger king, to bring his city and 
all that he has under these, the, the one who is standing up. But our God is like no other God. He creates man out of the dust of the earth. He creates man in his own image, in his own likeness. Now, he doesn't kneel in subservience to man. But what he does is that he still says to man, I will bless you. Okay, so, so he says to man, I'm going to bless you. He, he, he says to man, I will bless you. And now, because I have blessed you, you will have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the cattle, over the lion, over the hyena, over the baboon. You will have dominion. Why? Why, why is it that man is not as strong as a lion, but man can still tame a lion? Because we are blessed. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm going to keep going. So, so what happened is in the garden, Adam committed treason. Because what Adam did was that he went and he knelt to Satan. So, are you, are you following me? So, 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 so God blessed Adam. Adam became the principality on earth. And regardless, even in, even in our fallen state, man is still the principality upon the earth, even without Christ, because we are blessed. God has given us his power. And so what happened, Adam, when he, when he, Adam and Eve, when they did what they did in the garden, they knelt to the enemy. And, and this is where the treason comes in. Because when this king, this king at some point has probably been blessed by another king. So there might be more domains. Are you, are you following me? There might be more domains under him. So if he's, if he was, let me just use, use examples. So if this guy was from, was from London, okay? And in some time in the past, he conquered Birmingham. The king of Birmingham, let's just call that a nation. The king of Birmingham subject knelt to him. So now he is now the, the principality who has power over London and Birmingham. If he conquered Manchester and the king of Manchester had ever subjected his armies to him, what would happen is that he is now the king of London, Birmingham, and Manchester. That's how blessed he is. But the moment this guy kneels to this guy, what is happening now is that both Manchester, Birmingham, and London are now under the control of the one you are kneeling to. Can I tell you something? The devil does not have power that we didn't give him. The reason the enemy has power, the power, any power that the enemy has, it is power that we blessed him with. And we show up at church and folk are still trying to bless the enemy by exaggerating his power. The Bible says when we finally see him, we will say, is this the thing? Because, because, because we, man, when they nailed down, he blessed the enemy. And so the enemy can show up to Jesus and have the audacity to say to Jesus, if you bow to me, I'll give you. I'll give you all of this. Because it belongs to him. Technically belongs to him. But he didn't know that God has been working a plan. Can I show you the plan God has been working? So Adam, Adam gave over that to to, to, to the enemy, but God showed up in Genesis 15. We, we won't go, there, go, go, go back there again, but God showed up. Oh, let's go to Genesis 15. He, 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 he showed up in, uh, we're not going to read the whole thing. Everyone said, Chido, calm down. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. He showed up in Genesis 15 and he found a man called Abraham. And he said to Abraham, after these things, um, the, the word of the Lord came to Abraham. And he said to him, uh, I am your shield and your exceedingly great reward. And he goes on and he tells him, I will bless you. Yes. Which scripture is it? Is it verse 2? What does verse 2 say? Hallelujah. I keep it out of my notes sometimes because if I do, I'm going to preach it. G give me verse 2, Genesis 15, verse 2. Um, I, I want to show you this. God then says to a a Abraham, I will bless you. I will barack you. I will kneel to you. But Lord, what will you give me seeing as I go childless? And, and uh, you know the story. I don't want to read all of it. But if you, if you go home and read the story, God is trying to bless Abraham. Abraham is resisting. He's saying Abraham is caught up in what he can see around. And God is saying, if you receive my blessing, what you can see is not a, a problem for me. In fact, he says, come out. Look up. Because when you look up, you see the stars and you see what I can do. You will see my ability, the ability of the one who is blessing you. And so that word bless is still the word barak. He says he brought him out and, and he says to you, and if you can count them, if you can count the stars, that's how much I can, I can empower you to have children. And so he goes on and the Bible says, God then decided, I'm really going to bless Abraham. Later on, I think, I, I don't know if it's verse, I don't know why I keep thinking it's verse 22. Round about that verse 22 area, um, he, he talks about how Abraham asked God, are you still with me? Yes. Can we learn? Okay. Abraham asked God, asked God how, how shall I know you're going to do everything that you're going to do? I want to show you how God kneels. Can you, can you bring up the, the verse, if you can just help me, I, I should have put this in my notes. Uh, the verse where he says, um, bring me a heifer. Bring me a turtle dove. Verse 9. Thank you so much. Verse, verse what? Verse 9. verse 9. Genesis 15, verse 9. So he said, uh, actually, if you give me verse 8, so we start from there. I, I want to show you how blessed you are. And he said, Lord God, how shall I know that I will inherit it? Stay there for a second. So, so imagine this picture. Abraham is the one standing. God is the one now bringing himself. And I'll show you. I know it sounds offensive. That God will kneel. But the reality is, you will see that that's what God did. So look at this. Abraham is the one standing, and he's not sure. He's saying, how am I sure you're going to do what you said you will do in my life? How do I know? He says, give, give me the next verse. Verse 9 then says, and he said to him, bring me a three-year-old heifer. Somebody shout, Jesus. Come on, as I read these things out, because every single one of these is a type of Jesus Christ. So he said, bring me a three-year-old heifer. Jesus. He says, a three-year-old female goat. Jesus. He says, a three-year-old ram. Jesus. He says, a turtle dove. Jesus. He says, and a young pigeon. Jesus. How many of them? There are five things there. So he says, bring me all these things. This is how you will know, because I'm going to perform a covenant ritual. All of these things, glory be to God, all of these things are types and shadows of Jesus Christ. And so God says, bring me all of these things. Now, you, Abraham, cut them in two. The Bible, you know, when you kneel, really what you're doing is laying down your life. Yes. Yes. Listening? When, when, when one king kneels to another, they are laying down their life. And so, Jesus, and so God says, bring me all these things. 
and I will and cut them in between and go read the story. And God himself, I don't even want to talk about it from the covenant perspective. Let me just stay with the blessing. God himself allowed himself to give a type and shadow of what he is going to do. Later on, if that was not enough, he now followed through where in John chapter 1, God became flesh so that he can lay down his life for his friends. So he can, he can, he can kneel, he can bless you by giving his life for his friends. So right now, the reality is Abraham was blessed. He was blessed because God empowered him. So what we are facing is the Bible says later on Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him as righteousness. So now a man whose body is as good as dead, who was not able to produce any children because he now has a God, <laughs> a God who is not limited on his side because he is now empowered by a supernatural God. Things start to turn around. He now has the ability to have a child at 99 years old. Why? He is blessed. Are you listening to me? He has been blessed. Before, they, before he, met, he, he, he entered into that covenant, he probably couldn't have had that child. But because he, has now, he is now in covenant with Jesus Christ, he is blessed. And so he is able to have a child. He is able to reproduce and have not just the one child. Because after Isaac, he had other children with his next wife. That's how the blessing can affect you. Because the blessing can turn it around for good. The book of Genesis, I think it's Genesis chapter... Uh, Later on, towards the end of, of Abraham's life, I'm saying out of the, I'm not going to go to that scripture because if I go, I'm going to start preaching again. The Bible says, when, it, when the Bible gives the account of Abraham's death, he says, he says that the Lord blessed Abraham and he had lots of property. He had cattle and goats and lands because the blessing produces these things in your life. You might come to God in one way, but if you will receive his word, if you will receive his son, you will find that in those words, you are blessed. Listen, God has given his life for you. When I say I'm blessed, I'm not, I'm not just hyping. I'm, I'm telling you, the God who created the heavens, the God who created the earth, the God who named every single star, the God who formed the clouds, the God who made all the galaxies, that God has laid down his life for me. What is it that you are crying about this week? What is it that you are limiting yourself? Could it be that you are limiting yourself, not realizing that yes, in yourself, you might not have what it takes to do that. But have you considered that you are blessed? Have you considered that the God of heaven has bowed the knee to you? He has given his life for you. He has yielded his life for you. Look at Genesis chapter 3 verse 5 says, uh, sorry, Galatians chapter 3. Galatians 3 are you, are you learning somebody something today? Someone say, I, I am, am blessed. blessed. Come on, you, you're going to have to say this 
If you can't say it confidently here, you're not going to say it confidently at home. And I need you to say it confidently here because I need you to say it confidently at home. I don't want you to be blessed at church because you're not only blessed when I'm preaching. You are blessed when you go out. You are blessed when you come in. You are blessed in the city. You are blessed on the field. You are blessed on the mountaintops. You are blessed in the valley. You are blessed in the water. You are blessed in the fire. You are blessed where you go. You are blessed. Your children are blessed. You are, you are blessed. Anything you put your hands to, they are blessed because God has backed you up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I came to tell you. Let me read Galatians 3. Galatians 3 says, therefore, because listen, you know, you know when, when Mr. and Mrs. Smith got that phone call? Yeah? When they got the phone call from Kamala saying, you have won 115 million pounds, they now have a choice. The choice they have to make is identify that I am indeed Mr. and Mrs. Smith, whose numbers were 1, 2, 12, 15, 34. I don't know the numbers. I'm just making that up, okay? Someone say, wow, you're, no, 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 I'm just making that up. They, they need to identify, number one, I am indeed the person whose numbers are that. And they also need to identify that indeed I played and I qualified. If they don't, Mr. Kamala can be stoking on his life. I can be preaching all my, all, for three hours more. But if you don't accept that it was you that God gave his life for, that when Jesus stood on that cross with his back beaten up and torn up, with a crown of thorns on his head, with the nails in his hands and on his, uh, his feet, with his side pierced, when he, he showed up scorn, when God wrapped himself in flesh only so he can kneel for you. You, 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 you until you believe that it was you he gave himself for what I'm saying will just be hype. But when Jesus died on that cross, it was you, it was him kneeling. When he died on that cross, he was you. That's why he can't do anything else. There's nothing else that he can do. What further can he do to show you that he is for you? So Galatians 5 says, Galatians 3 verse 5 says, therefore he who supplies the spirit. I'm going to talk about the spirit of God in the next part of this series. Because you find out how, oh, the blessing is the spirit. I'm going to leave them up. Therefore, he who supplies the spirit. Are you still with me? We've got just two more hours. We'll be done. It's a joke. That's a joke. Therefore, he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles amongst you, does he do it by the work of the law or by the hearing of faith? Verse 6 says, and just as Abraham believed God. Someone put your right hand up. I want you to make a declaration of faith. Please, what you're going to say next is so important. And you're not saying it to me. You are releasing this to God. Let God hear you. I want you, I want you, think about the fact that Jesus has laid down. Think about the fact that it is Jesus kneeling and you are the one standing. Now it's time for your response like Abraham did. Someone say, I, I believe God. Believe oh, God. come on, say it again. I, I believe God. Believe. One more time, say, I, I believe God. It says, just as Abraham believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness, right standing. Therefore, know that only those, only those, only those, only those, only whatever we're going to say next is going to exclude certain people. But it will include, the door is open, but only those. 
Only those who are of faith. Amen. So you see why? You see why we can say I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, but if you don't believe it, it makes no difference. Because it is only those who are of faith who are the sons of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God will justify the Gentiles by faith. He preached the gospel. So when God was speaking to Abraham, when God was saying, get me a heifer, he was talking to Chido Gideon. He saw you coming. And that's why he said, through you, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. So when we're reading Genesis, I know you like to see Abraham, but in reality, God was speaking to you. He was preaching the gospel to you as he was kneeling to Abraham. He was kneeling to you and he demonstrated his, 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 his yielding of his life in the person of Jesus Christ. He says, he says, he, he, he says as we go on, he says, um, and, and the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, they preach, he preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand saying, in you all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Now check out verse 9. Verse 9 then says, so then those by the way, I am included in the those. I said I am included in the those. He says, those who are of faith, they are blessed. Now, check this out. The word blessed, okay? So, we've talked about to bless, okay? Blessing is done with words. Amen? The word of God. So when I pronounce the word of God, by the way, you should be here tonight because we're going to pronounce the word of God. Can I please ask you to not get too cute for the word of God? Can I get, please ask you to not get too sophisticated for receiving pronouncements over your life? Because blessing, as blessed as you are, the blessing of God is released through his words. Okay? But now we have this final say, the Bible, verse 9 says... He says, so then those who are of Abraham, he says they are blessed. You know, the Bible, in, in the Amplified, I, I don't know what it says in the Amplified, but, but the word now blessed means to be envied. It means fortunate. It means happy, some translations will say. Um, that does, it, does it define blessed? It, it, it says, so then those who are uh, people of faith, whether Jew or Gentile, they are blessed and favored by God. You see where that favor comes from? And they are declared free of guilt of sin and its penalty and placed in right standing with him along with Father Abraham. I am looking this morning at some people who are stupendously blessed. I'm looking, looking this morning at some people, you are so blessed, it's ridiculous. Just like it's ridiculous to imagine 115 million pounds. One day you are just going through your life. The next thing, you just paid one pound for a lottery ticket. And the next thing you know, you're starting your year with 115 million pounds cash in your account. It's sometimes ridiculous. It's the same way it seems ridiculous that all I'm saying to you is only believe. Only just say, I believe that word. Only just put your faith in this because all those who believe, suddenly your state is changing from here to this place where you are blessed.
You are happy. You are to be envied. You are profoundly blessed. I wonder how you're going to approach your week. I wonder what project you're going to start this week because you've not started because you thought that you, it was money you were looking for. And you looked in your bank account and you didn't see the money. Not realizing that you don't need money. You can buy without money. When you have a God who can send people to help you. Come on now, I'm talking now. This is where we apply the blessing. I, I, wonder, I wonder what sickness in your body you have been crowning God, not realizing that the perfected physician with his anointing to heal has subjected himself to you. My daughter woke up this morning and her stomach was aching and she was bowed over literally for about 20 minutes or half an hour, just bowed over. And again, the Lord reminded me, says, you are blessed. We don't know what's going on here, but you are blessed. So I put my hand on her, declared in Jesus' name, everything that is hurting you, I command go in the name of Jesus you are healed and we walked away 20 minutes later she's jumping up and down daddy I'm feeling well why listen it affects every I am calling some people to audacious behavior I am calling you to some audacious behavior. I want you to love like you are blessed. I want you to give like you are blessed. I want you to forgive like God is on your side, like they can't take anything from you if you don't forgive them. I want you to give your best because you know that regardless of what you give, you have a never-ending supply from the one who blessed you. This is what it looks like to be blessed. It looks like being in a place where you're not limited by what you're going, what's going on around you because the God of all the universe has barracked you. Would you stand to your feet? Would you stand to your feet? I am blessed. I said, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Hello, Abraham, you could be looking at your dead body, but I am blessed. Hello, I, I am blessed. I am blessed. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I know you're sitting in your bed seat, but you're blessed. <laughs> you're blessed. You might not know it now, but you're blessed. Someone say, I am blessed. I believe with Father Abraham. I believe with Father Abraham. Therefore, I am blessed. Just like Abraham was blessed, I am blessed. I am happy. I am to be envied. I am fortunate. This is who I am because I am blessed. The God of all creation has yielded himself to me. The God of all creation has given me authority. He has given me power. I am blessed. I am blessed. I decree because I am blessed. I am shaping my world because I am blessed. I am not a victim of my circumstances because I am blessed. I am standing above everything that the enemy has thrown at me because I am blessed. My foot is on the neck of the enemy. He has no power over me. He belongs under my feet because I am blessed. I am more than a conqueror because I am blessed. Everything I put my hands to, come on, say it boldly, everything I put my hands to, will prosper because I am blessed. I am increasing in every way. My mind is working right. I am prosperous 
in my bank account. I am prosperous in my walk with God. I hear from God because I am blessed. He directs my step because I am blessed. I am a blessing because I am blessed. 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 I am. I am. Amen. I am blessed. Say neighbor, neighbor, I'm blessed. Hashtag I am blessed. Would you give the Lord a hand of praise for his mercy? You may be seated. Let's come before God with our giving. 